0: An hxp podcast
1: created to help teenagers build their relationship with god through the restored gospel of jesus christ
0: whether you feel
2: like you want to better your relationship with christ or aren't even sure if you have one
3: there's a place for you here
1: (laughs) this is built by him 2%
4: 2% milk's the best type of milk. <laughs>
0: it's so funny. It's so He's so funny. just, like, go ahead, go ahead, go so timid.
4: Ahead. That's so funny. Uh, 2% milk's the best type of milk.
2: <laughs> okay, respectfully, I actually disagree. I think whole milk is the best type of milk. No. Why? Weirdo.
4: Whole milk is literally creamer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, fair. It can be, like, it's thick like ice cream. Like, it feels like you're definitely drinking... Okay, you know what? Never mind. I was answering my opinion. Sam, is this better? You guys, Sam right now is trying to direct me how to speak into my mic. Is this better for everybody? Yeah, it is.
1: Sam, is this better for you? Can't talk into this thing. It's this.
0: Wow, we're all raging at each other today. We are. This is bad.
4: I just love you guys. Well, maybe it's
2: because Paige is running (laughs) on three hours of sleep. (laughs) You guys, welcome back to another episode of Built by Him. We are stoked to have all the co-hosts back together for this episode. We have me, Kira. What's up, guys? I'm Paige.
4: Uh, It's CJ. This is Sam.
2: I'm Bella. And we are so stoked that we get to answer the question today. Do you feel overwhelmed by everyone's expectations?
4: I also think it's important to add to that question. Like, do, are we overwhelmed by our own expectations? Because I think we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves also. Mm. Give me an example. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he
3: just on the <laughs> he <laughs> no, said, wow. right now.
4: Okay. Uh, for example, in my life, am I taking too hard of classes, expecting myself
1: to get grades that are impossible for me to get? Because I'm not that smart. Sometimes. So, like, you're setting the expectation on yourself to get really good grades in a difficult situation? Like... Yeah. Okay. I mean, is any of that based on the expectations that, like, your parents have for you or your friends? Like, does anyone else have that same expectation for you besides yourself?
2: Yeah, I agree with Sam. I think expectations come from all... I mean comes from, I think, everybody that we care about in life, like everyone that we care to please, especially if you're a people pleaser. Like you have coaches and teachers and parents and siblings and friends that all have expectations um, set for you or you feel like they do. And then you have, like CJ said, you have the expectations that you set for yourself. And then on top of it all, I feel like there's also an expectation. I mean, I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but an expectation from God that gets put on as well, where you're like, there's expectations from all different angles. And that's why I think expectation is a heavy topic because it's so wide and there's so much of it, especially as a teenager.
1: I mean, in my opinion, though, I think putting expectations on yourself is the most important thing. You should put high expectations on yourself. um, And it maybe will stress you out. But you're the only person that can set the right ones for you, right? Because... Your parents, even your parents who know you super well, you know, in my in my case, have not always set the best expectations for me at that time, at whatever time in my life. Um, but I've gotten really good at setting my own expectations. And it's easier to hold yourself accountable when you're doing that. And it's easier to, when you mess up or you fall short it's easier to face that when it's coming from yourself and not when it's coming from someone else. It sucks when someone else has an expectation for you and then you fall short and then you feel like you have to you know, own up to that person or you, know, or you feel like you fell short for them um, and, it might affect, and it might feel like it's gonna affect your relationship with them. I think the most important expectations that you should worry about in your life are the ones you put on yourself and they should be high ones uh, and you should always be trying to push those limits farther and farther and that's how you grow in my opinion. Yeah, I like that. I
4: also think that the expectations that God has for us should be really high up there too. Because even though, like, if we we fail and we we mess up, I think the atonement's always there Mm -hmm. to, like, you know, help us in that way. And I think there's nothing wrong or there's nothing bad that's going to happen from God's expectations. Mm
0: -hmm. I think also like when expectations, like. For me, when it's the hardest is I think that other people's expectations are higher than they really are. and I'm such a people pleaser. and so I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to like be pleased with me and with what I'm doing. And so their expectation could be like something that's not actually that big but I turn it into something that's so much bigger and so much greater and I'm like oh I can't live up to that and like I'm automatically like oh I'm not good enough then and like I think that's when expectations are like so hard because when we turn it into like oh if I don't meet these expectations like I'm not good enough. And Paige I actually really like what you just said about
2: how how like you kind of make other people's expectations more important than they actually are like higher than they actually are because I think with other people's expectations you set an expectation on yourself to live up to other people's expectation Mm -hmm. does that make sense I know that was a lot of expectation in the same sentence but Mm -hmm. I think you give yourself an expectation to live up to other people's expectation so therefore when you don't live up to other people's expectations you're not living up to your own and then you just feel like a failure all over over the place yeah and that's a hard spot to be in to be like like you just said I'm not good enough I didn't make it where I was supposed to be like for me in my life it's super hard because I'll give myself a to-do list of 16 things when I know for a fact that even if I like work my very hardest I can only get 12 things done and so then when I mark off eight I'm like I'm a failure because I only did half of what I was supposed to do I only made it that 50 percent Like, I'm like, I'm not good enough because I, because I didn't reach that expectation I had
3: for myself. I feel like there's something to be said about the fact that we also think everybody has it completely together. Everybody has it completely together, and everybody, like, is just showing the eight. And they're not saying that the list they were going for was sixteen. They're just going to show you, oh, yeah, I got eight done. And that's great, good for them. But, like, they might still inwardly even feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to show that outside to the outward eye. And so, like, when you see other people who are, like, have it all together all the time, like... Don't feel like you're such a failure in that sense because, honestly, they probably had a list bigger than the eight, and they're just saying, I got eight out of the eight, and that's what they'll show the world, but there's an extra eight that are, like, unchecked just sitting there, Mm -hmm. you
0: know? And I feel like another thing with, like, kind of what Kara was saying is that's how Satan works. That is Satan's tactic is attacking your identity and attacking, like, you to make you think you're not good enough and I think that's Satan's favorite tactic for like getting us to turn away from God is like telling us we're not good enough Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Mm. yeah kind of uh, piggybacking off that I think it's really important to like take a step back and like look at other people's expectations and see if they like align with our values in a way because I think if we're following everybody's else's everybody else's expectations and it doesn't align with our values and we're not going to grow in a way that we want to mm-hmm. in a way that's important to us
2: right like if you just get caught up in the people-pleasing aspect of the expectation then all of a sudden you might be meeting other people's expectations for yourself but then you find yourself maybe one night sitting in your room and you're like what expectations do i have for myself who am i who do i want to be like I just focus so much on pleasing other people that I forgot who I am.
3: Okay, and I don't really struggle with the whole like, oh, I'm going to focus so much on others. And something I should do more actually is like give other people like a little bit more room because I am very like, no, I know what I want and like who I am kind of vibe. And I just... Like, one thing, the person, though, that I care the most about, whose, like, opinion I care about, who's, like, the person I care about's expectation the most, honestly, is God. Because that's who I don't want to fail the most. A lot of the other people, that falls into. Because I feel like he has expectations in a lot of places because he sees the best possible version of us that we can possibly have. And I've shared this before, but, like, obviously, I didn't get into college um, the first time. But we were, like... But with that experience what really made it hurt to me was that in my patriarchal blessing it says word for word you'll get into your dream school. And I know that like there's a lot of people talk about patriarchal blessings and they talk about how like it's more like there's obviously things you have to do to have these blessings. You can't just expect every blessing on the list. But I remember getting rejected and going back through it and just being like, "What did I miss? What checkbox didn't I fill?" And I was like, "Where did I go wrong?" And then it just got me like kind of spiraling from there. It was probably one of the only times I like started caring about what other people think. Thought I was like, "Well, I just failed myself. I just failed, like God. I failed my parents. I failed my friends. I failed my teachers who've been like, i like." work with and like i felt like i failed so many people because they all knew where i wanted to be and what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. and i was like i just felt everyone to the point where i honestly like there were a few friends who like obviously knew it and in the end like months later everybody knew yeah she didn't get into college but i played it off like i never even applied like i missed the deadline, like i was not willing to admit that i failed and like that i didn't Mm -hmm. meet the expectation but do my friends really care like in the sense of like you didn't make it into college no they care in the sense that they're a good friend and they're like they're sympathetic and they feel bad but they don't care in the sense of like i can't be friends with you or like she failed her goal why would i hang out with her and going from that to realizing that like god like i start with just friends and i work my way up of like oh and then who do and then it's like my family like well they still love me either way like obviously they expected i'd get in but like they still love me and they don't care. They know I'm going to do great things still. It's not like I fail life. And I just kept working my way up till I got to myself and I got to God. Mm-hmm. And then once I got to God, I realized, yes, it says that in that. But does that mean I'm going to... It doesn't say you're getting in first try. It doesn't say like all this. Mm-hmm. God still has a plan that mine and I'm just filling in gaps on um, like a great guide, my patriarchal blessing, but I'm just filling in gaps. And I just made the assumption. Yeah, it'd be first try. Like I made this assumption about it. So it's not like he failed me or I failed him. It's just it honestly taught me a lot about getting closer to God because Mm -hmm. going through something hard and making me not doubt God, but wonder why, why is this happening? Made me realize, oh, this is the best relationship I can have.
0: Amen. Yeah, for me, it's like work is something where I, because I am such a people pleaser, it's like I could have so many things on my plate and like so many things on my to-do list and like it happens all the time where I have so many things and I look at my list and I'm like, how am I supposed to get this done by my deadline? Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. And... But then, like, someone will be like, oh, do you have a second to help me with this? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Even though it's, like, deep down, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I do not have time for that. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to add this to my list as well. But I'll do it anyway. And then it's putting that on me where I'm like, then, again, I feel like a failure. Because it's like I took more stuff on that I knew I couldn't do. And then I feel like a failure because I didn't do it. Even though I knew that I wouldn't be able to do it Mm
2: -hmm.
4: yeah i think mine's kind of similar to that but i think i'm always people always see me as such a positive guy like always uh happy and stuff so i think i really put an expectation on myself to like hide if i'm ever sad or down Mm. and i think it's important to like like be be who you are you know if i'm sad it's okay to show it you know if i'm if i'm happy I'm going to show it, but, but I think it's hard to like, cause sometimes I think like it's hard to, wow, I can't talk. Sometimes I think it's, it's hard to know what other, how other people going to react if you don't meet your expectations. But honestly, I don't think like Bella was saying, I don't think people really care as much as we think they do.
1: Mm-hmm. You
4: know, I think that I expect myself to always be such a happy guy But other people might find it comforting to see me not so happy because it's relatable.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And like, I'm going to take something Hollis said actually, right before we started this podcast, he was like, oh, you didn't meet expectation or you failed. And he starts clapping. He's like, welcome to the club. He's like, welcome with every other person that has ever lived. And I love that. And I think that needs to go in here because I think there's so many times where we fail, where we're like, Everyone else seems to have their life together. Everyone else seems to have all 16 things on their to-do list done. Everyone else seems to have the straight A's and the perfect like sports life and everything is just going so great for them. Everyone else seems to have it together. Why don't I have it together? But I think exactly what Hall said, just like no one actually has it together. We're, we all feel like this. That's why there's five of us sitting in this room right now like, we all feel the same way. That's why this is a question on the podcast because you guys also feel the same way. Like everyone just has these moments. And CJ, I cannot tell you how much I relate with you being like, I just feel like I have to be like this positive, happy person all the time because I'm the same way. Like I'm I'm like super energetic, super positive, super happy all the time. Like always like just like that number one hype person. I'm like, yes, let's go. Like we're going to have a good time. And then I feel like I have bad days And I put an expectation I think on myself where I'm like you have to be happy because other people are struggling right now so like you need to go and like uplift them and like be that positive light for them in their lives but when you don't have that you can't give that first of all. And so that expectation is unrealistic and then you're like oh I didn't meet that like I'm sad and people see that I'm sad and I just feel bad about myself already and then I feel worse about myself because I'm just not meeting the expectation of being happy like for example I don't know how many of you out there are an oldest sibling but I am the oldest in my family and if you're an oldest sibling um or an honorary oldest sibling like you know the weight of being the oldest it's it's really hard to because in in my life I'm always like every decision that I make I have an expectation for myself like not only to make the decision good, but to remember that I have little eyes watching me, to remember that I have little siblings underneath me who watch my every move and who desire to be like me and who look up to me so much as the oldest. I have a lot of weight on my shoulders to make sure that I'm showing up for them and that I'm being a good example and that I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing because I want them to see that and I want them to want to have that. But sometimes that can be really hard and really draining to be like, I just don't have anything else to give and I'm not a perfect person. And so I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to mess it up over and over and over again. And so it's unrealistic expectation to put that on myself as the oldest sibling of being like, I just have to be perfect because I have little eyes that watch me. I just have to do everything correctly because I have people that want to be like me and they want to like they look up to you. And so of course you want to please them as well, but I think it's okay to, like if you're an oldest sibling and you don't have it all together, let me be the first to tell you it's okay. It's okay to not reach that expectation for yourself. It's okay to mess it up every once in a while because I mean, like Hollis said, everybody's gonna mess it up. Just welcome to the club.
0: Um, I think too, like with expectations, They can be such a good thing when we learn how to not be too hard on ourselves when we don't necessarily, quote, meet our expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, They can be such a good thing. Expectations are what push us to be better and to grow and to just, like, strive to be a better person. But, like, when you learn how to find that balance of, like, not being too hard on yourselves when you don't make that 16 Mm to-do list like when you only make the eight like learning how to not beat yourself up over it and that's like not an easy thing like i Mm -hmm. struggle with it like it's not something that's just like oh yeah like i just can't be hard on myself like you know cool great sounds good like it's a hard thing totally
3: And I feel like, like, we're talking about, like, expectations of ourselves, right? And I feel like we make expectations of ourselves in a million different categories. And they're all categories Mm -hmm. where other people are going to have, like, not insight, but they're going to be looking at it, too. So, like, you could, like, in high school, you're in clubs, you're in sports, you're doing all these extracurriculars, you're in work, you're in, like, church, family, everything, right? And, like, it's a lot. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, I I honestly think, like, it's the middle ground between, like, the childhood, like, expectations and, like, you being an adult and those expectations, but instead of them, like, being separate, it's, like, put them together for, like, a decade, Mm -hmm. and it's like, let's get this party started, and then you have a million different expectations, and when I, I am such a big, like, if you commit to something, you're doing it all the way you're gonna get it done, you committed to this, this is what you're doing, and I think I had this expectation of myself that, like, oh, if I'm doing this, I'm gonna, like, I have to finish it, and you, re- and, like, obviously, you keep your commitments, right, but, like, there was this class I took, and it was, like, really competitive to get into, like, you had to audition, whatever, and I realized like after doing it for years like this isn't fulfilling to me this is the bottom of my priority bucket because I literally wrote out every single thing I cared about and did and just was like okay let's break them and I was like and I wasn't really thinking about like let's cut things I just was like how much do I do mm-hmm. right and I was like and so I went and I looked and I was like wait this is taking up so much of my time, but I could be putting it into all these things that matter to me and that I care about the expectation, but I don't even care about the expectation I set. I'm just doing it because I said I'd finish it. And so, like, I realized I needed to do, like, it wasn't something I should put my time into anymore. So, like, I was supposed to st- I stay for, like, the whole three and a half years or not three and a half, but I made it to, like, three and a half years of doing this. And I went up the semester and I was just, like, I love my time but like this isn't my priority and I gave it my all till the last day and I didn't just slack off because I decided this isn't something I want anymore but I did have to like make that realization of just like we have expectations for ourselves but we do need to reevaluate the expectations we have I think
2: absolutely I agree with I agree with everything everyone has said I think expectations can be so good because they're like they strive for you to be better and for you to like have these goals almost where you're like, okay, like I have this set for myself and I have this expectation that like I want to be better. I want to do this. And it always, they sit on us like and help us to want to be better and help us to grow and help us to progress. And that's important because we have a God of progression. We have a God Mm. who is always like, you are always supposed to be getting better and better and better. But the problem is as soon as, Like Bella said, like if we started a, if we, let's say we have an expectation and we only meet 80% of that expectation and we don't go the full 100 and there's 20% left, then what Satan does is he's going to take that 20% to tell you, you aren't good enough. You didn't meet that expectation. Therefore your self-worth should be defined by that. Like your self-worth is stuck in the fact that you did not meet that expectation. And that's where expectations become bad. When your self-worth starts to suffer because you're not meeting your expectations. But guess what, you guys? We have a God who fills in the gaps. If you make it 80%, we have a God who's going to come the other 20%. If your best is 20%, we have a God who's going to come the other 80. If you make 50%, we have a God who will come the other 50. He is going to fill in the gaps. And just remember that as we go out and we try and strive to be better and to progress in our expectations, but also don't let Satan tell you that your self-worth is based off of whether you meet your expectations or anyone else's gods or anybody's your self-worth should not be defined on if you can meet them because if you try your best and you make it 80 percent, we have a god who will come the other 20 and he will meet you right where you're at and the other
0: thing i want to say with that too is like god literally created the earth with every intention of us having a savior and us having the atonement because he knew that we would feel like failures He Mm -hmm. knew. He created us that way. And he knew that we would need a savior to turn to that can fill the gap. 100%. He knew
2: that we were going to mess up. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, it's just kind of like the story of where Jesus sits at the table with, I mean, it says that he sits with publicans and sinners. Um, He sits there and he's like, it is not the healthy people that need a doctor. It's the sick people. Well, it is not perfectly, perfect, righteous people who need a savior but it's the people that aren't going to meet their expectations it's the people that are going to mess up it's the sinners that are going to need a savior and that's exactly what we all are and that is the beauty of the atonement and in a god that fills in the gaps that we are saved because of what jesus christ did for us and because of the love that god had for us he gave that to us
4: well we all freaking love you (laughs) um that's the end
2: (laughs) (laughs) totally and we hope you don't feel so overwhelmed by your expectations anymore and that you learned a little something from us but you guys we do love you just like cj said peace out see ya see ya bye guys
1: (laughs) thank you for listening to this week's episode on built by him
2: follow us on instagram at hxp
1: we love you god loves you and remember here there will be miracles
3: about HXP or have a question you want answered and featured on the podcast, email us at info at hxp.org.